What is going on, America? Welcome back to another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Of course, I am one half of your host, Sherm. Got my co-host, a partner, I'm in crime, old bed in the building. What's going on with you, homie? Living the dream, man. Another day in the bed, in the life. How about yourself? Yeah, man. Chilling out here in uh, sunny Tampa. A little chilly out here, here for, you know, it was like the 40s, 50 degrees, something like that out here today. It was a little surprising dip in the weather, you know? Right. Shenanigans. Something That's not what you moved there for. <laughs> Hell no, son. I want 80s all year round, <laughs> though. You know what I mean? But, yo, it's going to pick up. So, uh, but yeah, happy to be here once again. Um, dude, we got a lot going on in, you know, uh, sports. I think today, today's Thursday, the 20th. I mean, this is one of the uh, bigger, I guess, try, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, di- uh, one of the dynamic days in sports where you're pretty much going to have a game from all four major sports. Yeah. You've got baseball playoffs going on. You've got uh, NHL hockey, numerous games happening. The NBA has begun now, happened two nights ago. They've got a game today. And we have Thursday night football. So we have literally all four, all four major sports happening on the same day, which doesn't happen very often. So, often. I think it's, so this is, so this is pretty cool. Pretty good cool day to be a sports fan. Good day to be a sports fan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, let's get into it. Obed. Um, and like I mentioned before, the NBA kicked off its season just a couple days ago. Uh, of course, you know, the Golden State Warriors, they're, they're the defending champs. They opened up against the Los Angeles Lakers coming up that victory. So before we kind of get into kind of full swing here in the NBA season, I wanted to get it, make a couple of predictions, you know, who you think, you're looking at as far as you know mvp who can be some standout players who just really just may just have a really good year and even pick our finals matchups excuse me our finals matchup and a winner you know as i mentioned before the warriors they're coming off their fourth title in what the past eight years you know steph curry got finals mvp last year and just within the past you know week or so Andrew Wiggins signed a new deal he got a new four-year 109 million dollar deal um Jordan Poole um, or short or, or say say Jordan Chinchek Pool. He signed the new four or four year hundred and forty million dollar deal. Yeah, Ooh. shots fired. But uh, <laughs> you know, so I mean, the Warriors really got the same team back, so they're going to be lethal, of course, once again. Right. Right. Um, I think they are the favorite, according to Caesar Sportsbook. I think it's Warriors and the Celtics who they who they beat in the finals last year are sitting on like a plus five seventy five. I think. Shortly behind them is the Clippers, their favorite. I think their odds are 13 to 2, or the Nets and Bucks at 7 to 1. I don't know, man. Um, this Warriors team is, is, is still going to be legit. You know, Steph, Clay, you know, Draymond is still there, you know. Um, but just this team was just absolutely just as a well coached, well rounded team. And I don't think that many teams has that have the depth that the Warriors do. So they, they could very well refine themselves back in the finals once again right yeah i mean you know there are some teams out there that are deep you know i've heard a lot of people say that the uh the pelicans are deep but they're not channel challenging for anything although i do feel like players who might have a good strong year do include zion williamson who came out mm-hmm. uh, uh for there for you know to start this season off on on the right foot uh pablo vanchero i think came out and had a stat line that you know a player hasn't had since uh since lebron was a rookie right mm-hmm. when lebron's rookie starts for so, a debut you know, this, yeah, yeah. debut um and then there's jokic who i think is going to end up being the mvp again if it's again. not luka luka Doncic. you know i think there's a side-by-side comparison photo of like Luka Doncic starting last season versus starting this season. Like maybe he's decided to stop drinking soda and actually be like 
physically inclined to be that at his best right like you okay. can you can see an athlete who isn't you know eating right working out when they need to uh mm-hmm. there's this uh what's it called documentary about the redeem team coming out and how all these oh, guys yeah. it is on netflix yeah yeah, yeah i, I see it it's good and, and they you know they're coming back to the hotel after being out all night and Kobe is drenched in sweat, wearing his workout gloves, his lifting gloves, and he's on his way to, and they're just like, oh, where are you going? I'm heading to the court. Where are you it's guys? Five, yeah, 5.30 in the morning. The guys are coming back into the hotel from a party out. Meanwhile, Kobe's going to get working for the USA basketball. Yeah. And had to change their mentality. Like, we're here to do a job. We are athletes. You cannot be a professional athlete if you're out at the club partying all the time, mm-hmm. which is the James Harden motif, which is why he will never be a true uh, a champion in the NBA because he is not dedicated. The only thing he's dedicated to is throwing dollars at strip clubs, but I digress. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, uh, I have to agree with you and echo your sentiments. It's going to be the Warriors again. I mean, this is going to be on Draymond's last year. They're going to want to shut it out the right way. I could see this man crying with the, uh, the championship like Jordan at the end of the season. When you think Draymond's it. done with the Warriors or done in general? Is he- I think done with the Warriors. I don't, yeah. I don't believe they bring him back unless something has changed as far as a contract, but you know, you cannot be starting nonsense with, valuable players to the team KD is valuable to the team why are you starting shit with him jordan Poole is valuable to the team you knocked him out that there's nothing there you cannot be physically striking people who the team has just signed to a 140 million dollar contract like what what is going on in your mind um i think they've got like you said good coaching great cohesive team they're starting to look like to me, they're starting to look like some of the Greg Popovich coach teams where like, mm. I could see Steve Kerr just like, you guys figure it out at half. Go ahead. And, you know, there have been times where he's tried Draymond out at running the running the plays and calling the plays for them mm. uh, every now and again the last two years. So he might be just like, hey, guys, what do you want to do? Right. This is a mature team. These guys know what they want to do. I don't see them falling off. Um, if they start fast and then take a lull, that's just because that's the that's the formula for them to drive to the championship at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, as far as MVP goes, I like Luka Doncic, as you said there, you know, as MVP candidate. Um, I also like John Morant as my you other know, possibility. Should have said that guy yeah. too. Ja could have a very good year this yeah, year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he took Memphis deep in the playoffs last year and he losing to Gold State, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy is just a phenomenal, phenomenal player. You know, he did like you know, I consider him like the new age. Allen Iverson, a more a more athletic Allen Iverson, you know. I would I would agree with that. I agree. You know, I mean, and, my rookie of the year pick from years ago. Like, yeah, dude, dude I do. Baller, he yeah, very baller. well could be. I I think it's going to come between Luca and and John Morant. Um, before for MVP, some other guys I think are going to have a great year. You mentioned about Zion wanting some bouncing back because he was out all last year with that foot injury. Yeah. I think even though we may not like his, his uh, morals or uh, his, uh, what do you want to call it? His mentality. Sometimes I think Kyrie is going to have a hell of a year. He's going to come back strong and proud to prove to people, yo, he can still play this game at a high level. Um, Even though a lot of, he missed a lot of time last year and everything. John Wall feels the same way as well. I was going to say John Wall, as you say, John Wall, my other guy was going to say, I was going to say Kawhi Leonard, because remember, he missed all of last year, too. Yes. And like I said, the Clippers are, you know, a highly favored team to kind of be in the finals or even win it all. So those are my guys who I think are going to have really great standout years. As far as a finals matchup, um, 
and we're looking at the Western Conference, you know, everyone, I was, like I said, you have to consider, you have to consider Golden State again, of course. Yeah. People want to say the Los Angeles Lakers, but the team is just has so much dysfunction. Yeah. You know, we're not really sure what's going to happen with Russell Westbrook is he's going to be there if, he, if he's going to even be there long term. Yeah. I mean, especially how has he worked with Patrick Beverly? You know what I mean? Um, right, right. You know, I think Anthony Davis has to stay healthy. Um, excuse me, uh, Anthony Street Clothes Davis. Anthony he's, Street he's, Clothes Because he's never in the damn start. He's never in the lineup because he's always injured. He's you always know? injured, yeah. You know, if he stays, if Anthony Davis is healthy, this Lakers team can be a, easily a top three or four seed in the Western Conference. Easily. You know, I, I agree. It's it's you unfortunate. Know? And, you know, I, I understand the greatness of LeBron, but now that is just talk. The LeBron cannot carry this team. And it even goes back to some of the times that he was in Miami where, yes, he was a stud, but those rosters were so star-studded that they just needed him to hang around and do what he needed to do when the chips were on the line. That, like, there isn't enough talent on the Lakers to keep them afloat and keep them winning games and just need LeBron to do a little bit of stuff. But he is too old to carry a team himself. Right. Oh, no, 100%. He is. I mean, that's why I said Anthony Davis really, Anthony Davis needs to have a big, big year for the Lakers if they really want to contend. Um, you know, but like I said, but other than that, in the Western Conference, I think LA, if, if Kawhi and John Wall can stay healthy, you have to consider Phoenix as well, too. Always, um, always. You know, uh, with D-Book and CP3 out there. So, uh, but I'm going to say Golden State comes out of the West. And as far as the Eastern Conference, you know, now that the Boston Celtics don't have their their head coach, you know, he's been suspended, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, from that, you know, as we know, that storyline broke a few weeks back. But I'm going to say it's going to be Milwaukee or Brooklyn out of the East. I was going to say, yeah, it's and I notice I didn't even mention out of the East because I am assuredly certain that what the Warriors are going to beat whoever comes out. The East yeah, oh, just, yeah. yeah. Right. I'm just saying, you know, who's going to win the Eastern, you know, who's going to be in the finals matchup? Like I said, mm. I'm going to say Golden State. Uh, it, I, I really think it can go either way, Brooklyn or Milwaukee. Um, Brooklyn on paper is more talented, but right. they don't have the size. They don't have the big men to contend with, you know, with, with right. Giannis and, and Lopez, you know, these right. guys, you know, that, that's the, that's the thing with, with Brooklyn, um, you know, Brooklyn kind of always seemed off in that first game there too against the Pelicans. But, you know, um, like I said, talent wise, you know, Kyrie, Katie, Ben Simmons, you know, they should, they should, you know, just show up and show out really. Let me, let me ask you a question. Is it me or does KD often play on very finesse based teams that when they get to the postseason, when you need muscle, because he's the biggest guy there, but is not a muscle, they mm. can't get it done. You're right. Yeah. KD is what, like six nine, six ten. You know, yeah. He he's uh yeah, six ten and even he's tall is tall like a power forward, yeah. but he's got the body size of a shooting guard small forward. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. You, you know, um yeah. they, they lost they, that OKC championship to LeBron because nobody could deliver a playoff foul when LeBron is pressing the paint. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, it it really, and I don't know why James Harden wasn't trying to do it, but I guess he just wasn't coming off the bench enough for them at the time with OKC. Um, but I just feel like you know they don't have any they don't have any true muscle out there mm-hmm. uh, on that roster that no, came down to like playing against Giannis. Like who's who's going down yeah. to bang with him? Nobody right in the paint. Who's 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 posting up in the paint like that? Exactly, you know. So I'm gonna I'll say the Warriors. Yeah, I'll I'm gonna I'll just do it just for just just to kind of make a pick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, it can go either Brooklyn or Milwaukee, but I'll just say Golden State over Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say that in the, in the for the finals this year, though. That's that that'll be my pick. Warriors in five. 
Yeah, and it very well could be Warriors in five for sure. No more than six, I'll say that. Right. Let's keep it going, Obed. Let's move on to some college football. Um, two key games we want to recap from week seven in college football was the Michigan-Penn State game. As we know, Michigan easily handled Penn State on that one, winning 41-17. to 17. This is kind of a tale of two halves, if you will. This was a two-point game at halftime where mm-hmm. Michigan was leading 16-14. to 14. And then Michigan just realized, you know what? Let's just keep running the ball. And Penn State could not stop them whatsoever. And this is a Penn State defense who was ranked fifth in the country in in rush defense. And they literally could just not stop Blake Corum, nor could they stop Donovan Edwards for that matter. You know, um, Michigan had more rushing yards than Penn State had total offense. You know, it's, uh, it's you're right about tail two half, especially going into the half after Penn State secured a crazy interception that they returned for a touchdown. Right. Feel like the momentum was on their side. You really feel like Michigan was deflated, but they go into the half. You hear the Harbaugh speech. You know who we are, what we stand for, how we play. They go mm-hmm. out there, they play their game. The rest is history. Yeah. I mean, you know, Sean Clifford, didn't really do too much. 719, 120 yards. They couldn't get anything going in the air. Yeah. Couldn't really do too much on the ground. Sean Clifford, he yeah. was the lone, he was the lead runner in that game, too. But the fact that most of his yards came in that long 62-yard scramble for you know, which he right. almost scored, got, but he got caught. Right. They did punch it in a little bit later. Yeah. But um, and that was it. You know, Nicholas Singleton, six yard, six carries, 19 yards. Katron Allen, six carries, 16 yards. Yeah. They couldn't do anything against this Michigan defense. So shout out, kudos to Michigan and just, just really stepping up in this one. Um, you know, Harbaugh, was, they, they coached him his team up well. Like you said, went into halftime and said, you know what? We need to step up. And they literally just ran it down Penn State's throat. This is the thing. Yeah. This is what Penn State fans need to realize. You know, we are that middle of the road, mediocre team. Every, you know, we come in hot. We'll win, the, we'll win the games we should win. We don't win the games that we need to win. That's the problem. You know, right. we don't win the Michigan games. We or we we don't win the Ohio State games every year. You know, we may catch a little lightning in a bottle once in a while right. when they're at home, when the games are at home. But right. on the road, you know, it was, it's tough. And that's a, that's the thing Penn State fans need to realize. You know, we're going to be your typical eight, nine, sometimes even ten win team. But that's it. You know, we're yeah. not we not we're not going to contend with the big boys, if you will. Comes um, down to the comes down to the the uh, and it isn't even the coaching because I think they have they've always had great coaching at Penn State. Uh, it comes down to your inability to bring those stud players out. It's, and, it's recruiting. I mean, recruiting. you're gonna you're gonna have to go to the legislature and be like, hey, we need these kids to be able to go to the club underneath 21. We're gonna need these kids to be able <laughs> to. We're gonna need you to set up a downtown area where it's just partying and having a good time, uh, so that we can entertain some people when it's 20 degrees outside you know like, <laughs> yeah right like yeah. it's no different how cold it is in michigan compared to penn state to pennsylvania mm-hmm. but obviously there they there's a little bit more fun there they cater to and it's you know i don't know if they if they get some studs maybe but otherwise it's just not gonna happen yeah yeah the other matchup obviously was the probably the game of the weekend it was alabama at tennessee tennessee coming up that last second win or the, the game winning field goal coming up the victory 52 to 49 we talked about this before, you know, before we got on the air. Yeah. I I thought this game was fantastic. It was an epic, epic thriller. Um, it was, you know, it was back and forth. You know, it, it came at one, at one point. It looked like Tennessee was just going to roll over Bama. I think they were up by like eighteen points at at, a, at a early on in the in the game. Yep. yep, um, yep. But Alabama came storming back because this is what they do. Bryce Young. 455 yards, two touchdowns through the air, you know, but, and then Hendon Hooker had, had a good game as well too on the Tennessee side. 
But man, this was an outstanding game. It was just fun to watch. I know I'm an offensive guy, so I like the offense. Um, you know, um, the stadium. I mean, this is what caused me, even the aftermath, how the stadium erupted at the end when they kicked the field goal, the fireworks people running the field this is what college football is about this is why college football is so exciting um but yeah i mean shout out to tennessee coming up you know with that victory but uh alabama you know just didn't get it done and i feel like alabama they always have problems with kickers because they could have had they could have had this because their kicker missed the chance to take the lead so uh last week on i no i'm sorry on monday night football recently we watched uh the la chargers kicker uh dustin hopkins start to have some issues and they were like hey the backup kicker started uh warming up backup kicker was from uh alabama they said that he had kicked 10 field goals in his entire career at alabama and all <laughs> he did was kick extra points yeah. of course the kickers Good. have problems they never get to kick they're yeah. always scoring touchdowns because right. there is no defense. And I just, I can understand why people would watch this game and watch other college football games and be excited about everybody scored a touchdown. Everybody scores, everybody scores. They're comparing uh, the wide receiver from Tennessee to, uh, uh, to Randy Moss. It's kind of not cool to me because nobody is playing defense. These two teams are not this good both teams just refused to stop the ball mm -hmm. when the team that was playing well was stopping the ball they were winning by more than two scores almost three scores and then for whatever reason tennessee decided to stop playing defense and started giving up chunk yards started giving up touchdowns and it was like none of these teams are good if you give me one team that has defense I, they could beat either of these teams because these two teams can't stop the ball Look, this might have been an SEC matchup. It looked like a Big 12 rivalry game. <laughs> it was, it was but Bama's always known for their defense, though. Which is shocking to me that they gave up 52 points. Yeah. Like, what is happening over here, right? Like, I, 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 the only thing you learn in games like these is that nobody's stopping the ball. That's it. The last team that holds the ball is probably going to win. That's what ha usually happens when the Kansas City Chiefs and the Bills get together. Last <laughs> team with the ball is probably going to win because neither mm -hmm. of these teams is stopping the ball. But there is actually a lot more defense this last time, but we'll get a chance to talk about them. Yeah, we'll talk about here there shortly. But yeah, like I said, it was just a wild game um, between Bama and Tennessee, you know, and now that Bama has one loss, I'm wondering, you know, can they still get in the CFP? Of course they can. Playoff? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, how, they, how many how more games they got left to play? Like they got games? one, two, three, four, five games, and then of course you know um, they'll have the uh, SEC championship. Um, you know, this that's the thing though. You to know, sneak in the fourth to sneak in the fourth place. Come on, I'm sure they'll be like yeah, Mississippi State coming up this week. Then L they're at LSU at Ole Miss. That is going to be a big one. Austin P, and then they finish out with, the, of course, the Iron Bowl um, against Auburn. You know, that's the thing. Can they – I think Mississippi State it should win. And then the, the Ole Miss win. The Ole Miss game is, is kind of interesting. I will say that. Yeah, yeah. The especially Miss, being in a away game. Right, right. That's that's the thing. So, I don't know. It's going to be tough. You know, obviously, you still have Georgia because they're two in the SEC. So, that's the thing. So, we'll see. How, but, yeah, Alabama always has a shot to get in. Why? 
because they're Alabama, of course. You, you know, let's let's look at how much money the TV deals have made over the years. Trust me, guys. Alabama's <laughs> going to be in the postseason. Yeah. Um, and come on, some of the uh, kind of key matchups for Week Eight in college football. I thought it was uh, number fourteen Syracuse visiting number five Clemson, number nine UCLA at number ten Oregon, and then Penn State number uh, hosting a Minnesota, which is the night game, which is the whiteout game for Penn State. That's always exciting and always fun to watch. Um, you know, Syracuse though is definitely our a surprise team this year. You know, they're what they're six and zero, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they've only had, and this is the team that was only had before this has only had one running record since 2014 and back yeah. in 2018 when they went 10 and three. Right. So I mean, this kind of was out to their quarterback uh, Garrett Schrader. You know, he's got over 14 yards, 1400 yards passing, 12 touchdowns on three interceptions, completing almost 70 percent of his passes. You know, of course, on the other side for Clemson, you got DJ. Hugo um, over 1,600 yards through the air, 17 touchdowns and only two picks. Playing well, playing well. Yeah, playing really well. Of course, as a team, you know, Dabble Sweeney always has good squads, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm, 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 obviously, I'll go, I'm going to go Clemson in this one. I think this should be a, a, you would think just on paper, oh, Clemson at Syracuse. Oh, Clemson should walk away. But like I said, Syracuse is having some success, you know, this is a, this is a, is a kind of a surprise team, you know, ranked yeah. in the top, in the top 15, you know, for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Um, like I said, and the other thing with UCLA, Chip Kelly finally has another winning record. <laughs> and yet with the UCLA, I mean, obviously last year they finished eight and four, but before that, you know, his first year, they were three and nine. His second year, they were four and eight, right. you know, maybe Chip get Kelly, them kids out of there and get your kids in, you know, Yeah, I was going to say, yo, this is, you know, now that recruiting classes that he has picked out has finally, you know, kind of started to kind of play together, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, the, the Penn state game, I feel like this is kind of a bounce back kind of get right game, you know, Penn state, like I said before, coming off that tough loss, to Michigan so I think they should you know um come show out for the fans you know like I said the, the whiteout game it's always a, it's always a big one so I think this should be a that should be a, a decent matchup for Penn State to get a somewhat e uh, easy victory for them at home I would feel the same way in the Clemson game just because while you know big ups to what Syracuse has put together got an undefeated team right now they have played no one um and in playing no one they've only given up like 268 yards a game uh, and they're about to play a team that averages 417 total yards a game. Mm. Uh, you know, I have a feeling that Syracuse is about to get smashed by an SEC team. So, you know, um, be, it, be that as it may. Uh, UCLA, 100, uh, I 100% agree with you. They, he, Chip Kelly's got them playing well. Something about this team makes me feel like they're about to catch it from Oregon. I don't know what it is. Mm. I think it's just because they're playing at Oregon. Um, I don't know what the field's going to look like, what the jerseys are going to look like. They're probably going to be wearing camo reflection and not be able to see these guys. But, right. you know, I just, to their credit, UCLA has got a better defense. So, you know, they're they're allowing less passing yards. But this is a team that likes to throw uh, in uh, Oregon. So we'll see, right? We'll mm. see. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, I think uh, I'm looking for that. that What's that one? That Bobo? Bobo, I'm looking for Bobo. Had a good game this year. Uh, this the, the, in this in this game uh, from UCLA, but you know, I, I have a feeling the Oregon Ducks might give them some work. Yeah, and like I said, Penn State really, really has to have to win this one. You know, I think, I think they'll because off. I think they should because they've got Ohio State the following week at home. Um, so that's going to obviously be right. their, their bigger test for Penn State there. So get this W, set the tone, get on the bus, get ready for next week. 
Exactly. Exactly. So that'll be a good one. Let's keep it going. Let's get on to the NFL. Before we get into our kind of week six recap games, I wanted to kind of recap a kind of a bit of a wild storyline where in the, I don't know if you, I'm sure you saw this by now, and the, uh, with the Carolina Panthers, uh, wide receiver Robbie Anderson was actually kicked out of the game against the Los Angeles Rams. He got into a kind of streaming match with, you know, and uh, interim head coach Steve Wilkes kind of sent Anderson to the locker room, Right. followed by the next day. He got traded to Arizona. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that escalated pretty quickly. He caught a um, W right there. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> I think he's on the winning end. I I, I don't know the angle you're going to take, but I am no, fully in support I mean, of, uh, yeah. of Robbie Anderson and his blow up on the sideline. This is the second trash organization he's been associated with. The second. And, you know, mm. he bit his tongue last week when the then head coach came out and said that the wide receivers need to get open more for a quarterback in uh, uh, Baker, Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, who is absolute <laughs> So excuse Ooh. my French, um, because that's the same thing they used to say about uh, Odell Beckham Jr. when he played in Cleveland with Baker Mayfield, that the guys need to start getting open. And fantasy analysis Twitter came to Odell's side and was like, no, look at the metrics, look at the numbers. Odell is open. Your quarterback is not throwing well. Your quarterback doesn't throw to where he's open. Mm-hmm. And it's the same exact situation. Uh, and I'm I'm concerned about the people who are just like, oh, he's being a diva, he's being a diva. They just try to blame their struggles on you, and the quarterbacks have been terrible. The head coach sucks, and the offensive coordinator sucks. The offensive coordinator brought in his guy from LSU, and that guy sucks too. So, you know, this is – it worked out beautifully for Robbie Anderson to go to Arizona. Unfortunately, they're not going to have Marquise Brown, who's just put on IR because of a foot injury. But mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins comes back. He gets to slide into the wide receiver two role. Bobbly starts out as a wide receiver three splitting time while Rondé Moore is there. But uh, wheels up, man. I'm so happy for Robbie Anderson to get a shot with a team that actually has a good quarterback. Might have some eh, coaching because Cliff Kingsbury is probably going to be the next fired coach because he's terrible. I was going to ask you, I mean, how, how, what kind of impact does he have with Arizona now moving forward? Well, he allows them to stretch the field with a and has a quarterback who will air that out to them. You know, mm-hmm. at one point in his career, uh, 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 not Cliff Kingsbury, sorry, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray. One, of the, one of the better downfield passers uh, in the game. And that's kind of recess, regressed a little bit, but that's because, you know, they don't have DeAndre Hopkins there. Having those two guys with speed, those two guys with hands who can actually get out of the phone booth, I think gives them an opportunity to be a little more dangerous, a little more dynamic. You're not getting any speed from A.J. Green. He's a, he's a boat over the hill. Rondell Moore is a, a shorter guy. You get a nice tall guy, a guy who can move and make some potential catches. Mm-hmm. I think this is a great move for him. I think it's a great move for them. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, let me ask you. I don't, uh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Do you think the Carolina's done clearing house now? Do you think that there are other people on the move? I mean, there's been trade rumors circulating around Christian McCaffrey, which I think is just wild. I think it seems like they're just trying to, you know, clear house and just kind of restart the entire franchise, which is mm-hmm. wild. Christian McCaffrey is one of the most dynamic players in the entire NFL. But, um, but I mean, there's sources have been said that they want multiple first round picks. Yeah, deservedly so, because you I mean for Christian McCaffrey, you should get almost multiple first round picks, you know what I mean, for, for a talent like that. Now, yeah. Although he is injury prone, yeah, okay. and has a very high price tag. I believe something in like the eleven point six million dollar range. You know, um, uh, but can he be next on 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 his way out? I mean, at this point, it's like you know what, 
you might as well just let everybody go and do their own thing, you know, you know, you know, but I feel like Christian McCaffrey and maybe if they continue to keep losing, Christian McCaffrey may ask to be traded out. Right. Because right. he does not want to waste his prime, nor he should, nor should his prime be wasted. He's All in the time. prime of his career. He's an yeah. exceptional talent on the field, both running and receiving the football, as we both know. He can lead the right. league in receiving, uh, right. receiving receptions, excuse me. Um, and you know, especially for running back, but um he's gonna he wants to he I'm sure he wants to go to a, a better franchise where a winning franchise, you know. Right. And so why would he want to stay in Carolina if it's this is just a mess of an organization at this point? Keeping that same energy, think about Elijah Moore, who just got sent home from practice for a personal day because he requested a trade because he's unhappy with the way that they're playing. Mind you, their quarterback, Zach Wilson, just went 10 for like 11 for 118 yards or 10 for, for the New York Jets, the New York Jets. Now, do you feel like his player is in his prime? He knows how good he is and he doesn't deserve to be out here not being utilized in the right way. Yeah, I think that's a little I think it's a little early for him to kind of act the fool like this just because he, you know, not getting enough burn. It's like, dude, you're first of all, six games in you guys are winning. You're playing winning football. You're four and two right now. Yeah. But the New York Jets have a winning record for six games. Yeah. First of all, let's just talk about that. I mean, it's like Elijah Moore, be happy. You're on a winning squad. If you guys were 0 and six, I would say, yeah, okay. Why not play you more? But dude, you know, there is some, there's some success right now with the New York Jets. Like, and it, you, you have to be able to take that into consideration. Like, oh, okay. You know, we're winning football. That's what it's really about. I get it. You want to be on the field. 100% yeah. understand that. Yeah. But this is the New York Jets. You know, not to say this is the Kansas City Chiefs and, you know, yeah. you're expected to win and show out, you know, something like that. Right. But be happy for what you have. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, it's, it's, I think it's hard to say that to him because I don't care how many games they've won. This is the Jets. They're not supposed to have won these games. Going right. into the season, Vegas said that they were going to have an over under four and a half games, five and a half games, right? They're, mm -hmm. They are not beating anyone of record. They are, in fact, losing to quality teams. They've lost to the Ravens. They probably shouldn't have beaten the Browns away. Mm. They lost to the Bengals. They beat the Steelers. Fine. They probably shouldn't have beat the Dolphins, but the Dolphins were injured at the time. Right, the, right, right. The Packers have choked this game away trying to be cute with them, mm. right? So, you know, I, 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 they're probably going to come out and beat the Broncos, you know, but is like really like, okay, catch it enjoy it ride this ride but you know to think that you everybody wants to be a part of the action if you're throwing sweeps and letting braxton barrios throw touchdowns to the quarterback rush for touchdowns as a out of the wide receiver position why aren't those plays being called for me why are you making me come out here and run routes to just take people out of the play so that you guys can do stuff over over there and mm -hmm. nothing feels like and this is not the first time it's felt like this is multiple times going back to last year it doesn't feel like they are trying to build around him, especially when you bring in a guy like Corey Davis and pay him $84 million. I get it. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, you know, this is a good segue to talk about this last game the Jets had against the Green Bay Packers, you know, um, but like I said, they, they, they played a very decent game, you know, and beat the Packers in Green Bay. Um, the defense is, is, is showing up, you know, with Sauce Gardner and those, and those boys, but, Elijah Moore, like, I think you should kind of pump the brakes. There's a reason why they went out and drafted Garrett Wilson, I guess, you know, maybe they're not, you know, um, 
you know, maybe they're not in con- confident in, in Elijah's capabilities, you know, this, you know, this is, Fair. you know, I know this is a guy in his, is in his second year out of Ole Miss. I mean, drafted him what the second round last year, if I'm not and mistaken. I, I and then the very so. next year to draft another, another, another receiver in the first round. I wonder so, if drafting Elijah Moore was even their decision to the brand new coaching staff. Maybe Elijah Moore is the holdover decision from the other regime saying, Hey, we wanted this guy. They no. stepped. Or maybe the Jets saw that, hey, he may not be the guy. So let's go out and get Garrett Wilson. You know, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, you know, uh, so I think that that was the thing, you know, and he didn't really ha- he didn't have much of a game either. But you no, know, yeah. like I said, Zach Wilson only, only threw the ball 18 times, completely 10 passes, you know, but Damn. yet they still scored 27 points. You know what I mean? Uh, hey, they, they attacked the Packers where everybody knows the Packers have been weak over the last three seasons in the run game. Mm. They came out and, and not only that, they have the blueprint of what these guys want to do because the brother of the head coach is the offensive coordinator for the Jets, right? Mm. Like, I, I think, I think that you, yes, you won. That's great. There are so many things that are taking place and how they got this W that I need the Jets to pump the brakes. I need the Jets to pump the brakes because you're not you're not stunting like that. And mm. we're going to find out when you go against a true defensive head in Belichick. And then the next week after that, you got to go see the Bills, who might just be the best team in the NFL. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, but you have to at least give some sort of kudos to the Jets. Just for, like I said, they were yeah. favorite. They've had, what, four and a half wins. They've got four already. Got but Brees Hall, you said a bunch of the run game. Brees Hall is looking like, you know, deserving. Yeah. So of that second round pick out of I- right. Iowa State, right. he's had a, he had an excellent game, 116 yards on the ground and, and a score, you know. But on the other side for the Green Bay Packers, they just look so mediocre, Obed, right. Right. Um, you know, and they cannot run the ball. They can't, it can't protect the offensive line is atrocious for Green Bay right now. 100%. 100%. Um, they get these guys are defenses are getting to Aaron Rodgers. He does not look like, does not look like the defending MVP right now. He looks, at all. he looks like he complains more about the team on podcasts than he does figuring out how to throw to his receivers. If you ask mm-hmm. me, there, there's no phasing guys out because you don't like to throw to them. You have to throw them the ball. You need to move the ball. They've got that. I think that uh, both AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones have each had like one run inside the red zone inside the 10 yard line uh, for a touchdown and both scored on it, but they've only been down there so few times that each one's only gotten one. So is this, is this, is this Matt on Matt, Matt LaFleur or is this basically the inability to execute properly? This is a team. This is a team that's been running the same system for the last three years that made uh, Aaron Rodgers a multiple back-to-back uh mvp candidate so i don't think it's the the system but this is a team that also had Devonte adams before they long longer do they don't have the same scheme same players that they had once had before so shouldn't you reconstruct your offense around the players that you have now i mean i i think that that's a fair argument um now there's one thing that aaron was complaining about on this podcast was uh you know, all this motion. He's like, we, maybe we should just come out here and run our plays, but to run that kind of a game, you need guys to win their one-on-one battles. And the reason that you were doing that all the time is because you had the best guy who wins in the phone booth and his name, he's no longer there. And Aaron, you refused to give up $50 million so that they could sign him and keep him there so that you could continue winning MVPs. You can continue mm-hmm. winning games You continue having a chance at a Super Bowl. So, you know, it's his own poison right? Like they can only do what they can with the guys that they have. Now, you know, I, I agree with you. I can, I'm on board with that. Run these plays that are to these guys' strengths and make them look good. And that's mm-hmm. not happening right now. 
it, it's not it's not it's really not man. And, it, and it is unfortunate you know and like we all know Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL you know like you said he's yeah he's the reigning MVP back-to-back MVP but looking like these younger guys are coming up guys like Josh Allen guys like Patrick Mahomes you know oh, instead yeah. going into our this 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 uh, another epic matchup between the Buffalo Bills and Kansas City mm-hmm. Chiefs. Obed, you and I were texting throughout this game, going back yeah. and forth. You know, wow, we were just like, wow, this game, this is just a good, solid game. The Bills' defense showed up for sure, yeah. limiting the Kansas City Chiefs to only twenty points. Yeah. I think, I think is a, a win right there. I would um, agree. You know, but and the Bills' defense stepped up. You know, made that late game interception when they needed to. Yeah, just throw it away, guys. Stop trying to. This is what got Lamar Jackson last week. If it's a blown play, throw it away. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady throws it away. We can't come at you're not Tony Romo. That is one of the most amazing football plays I've ever seen. It went over his head, picked it up, and had a 30, 40 yard strike downfield to Des Bryant. You are not Tony Romo. Throw it away. Don't think you can just sidearm it to, to a rookie and think that you're going to get it. But yeah, Buffalo came out with that victory 24 to 20, which Tony Romo did actually predict in the beginning of the game. He actually predicted the exact score, which is actually, which is pretty funny. Kind of crazy. Yeah. But uh, man, though, this Buffalo team, you said it before, it looks like the best team in the NFL, even though the Eagles, which we will talk about next, are are the only undefeated team. Yeah. But just overall, for yeah. as far as the quarterback play, you probably have the number one wide receiver in the league right now, and Stephon Diggs on on your squad. Right. Um, Josh Allen is playing at an MVP level. Yeah. He another, he threw another three hundred twenty nine yards and three touchdowns. Um, can, can can we just say, anytime you see a wide receiver extend his hand and push a defensive player away, that is offensive pass interference. So why that was not called on Gabe Davis, I have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. I have a problem. It's a full extension, a full extension, and then caught the ball. That should not, that should have been a disallowed play. All right. Now I'm sure the NFL has their ideas of what they want to see at the end of the year, but if you're going to let them play like that, you can't then call these pass interference plays on the other side down the line, right? You cannot not plain as day on TV. Let them get away with that. Outside of that, a very good game. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I get it. You know, pass interference, I 100% get it. You know, I mean, but there's blown calls every single play. There's there's a there's a pretty much holding on 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 the on lineman every single play. You got to like, call it like, like, like literally. So you can, Alex, you can Alex Mack is that. You can be calling play. You can be calling flags on literally almost every single play in the NFL. Yeah. So that's just another thing. So I get I get it, but I do get it. You know, but one player who I think stepped up, who hadn't done anything all year, was Juju Smith Schuster for the Kansas City Chiefs. He actually finally had a good, solid game for this for this Chiefs team. You know, five catches, 113 yards, and scored his first touchdown as a Chief. Um, but I, I guess Obed, do you think that the Buffalo Bills now are the leading candidate, basically for the AFC to represent the AFC now that they've beaten KC? Or basically, does the road go through Buffalo for the AFC? I mean, you know, now that they have, they own the tiebreaker. So you know, unless. Buffalo slips up and Casey uh, is able to get them and wins it at this point, it does, you know, I mean, there are one, a one loss team with a schedule, excuse me, that I don't really see. I don't really see an L, you know, I, I assume that they're going to split with the Patriots, right? I the Patriots are a far better team that can do more things than they did last year when they played them and split with them. So I, I would have to admit, admit that, have to think that they could split and have, uh, you know, a share of one of the one of the other losses they have. But, okay. you know, m- maybe, maybe I don't think the Packers have anything for them. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like the one just watching what the Packers do. The I, Jets, that's a W. Okay. Yeah. They're going to beat the Jets. I think uh, the Minnesota game is going to be interesting. Now that's the thing. You could say that, but Minnesota doesn't have enough defense to keep up with these guys. Very true. You know what I mean? Very so, true. you know, I could see them come out here and drop four touchdowns on the Jets. Uh, drop five, drop four touchdowns on the Vikings. So mm-hmm. I can't say that. You know, maybe something happens with the Browns. Is this this is not this is not uh, late enough in the season that we would be seeing Deshaun Watson, right? I think he's only playing like the last three games of the season, four games of the season. I think, like well, that. I think he's suspended eleven games. Oh, so then he's going to play six games. So two, yeah, right. Four, five, six. They they're gonna they're gonna he's not gonna be there for that game. Um, you know, I just. Yeah, I I just don't see I, I see them losing one game. That one game. Do you think the Bengals have something for them? It's an away game. End of the season. It's, it's at it's at Cincinnati. At Cincinnati. Do you think um, they're gonna be Sunday, not, a, I think it's a Sunday night game, if I'm not mistaken. Um or is it Monday, or is it Monday night game? Monday night game. I don't know. They're definitely the, the NFL is not going to be expecting them to be resting players, but you know, what's that going to look like when they come out here? If the defense stays healthy, I have a feeling that they're going to be able to have something. You're 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 probably bottling up Jamar Chase, but you're definitely probably giving up some plays to T. Higgins. You might give up plays to Hayden Hurst, but those mm. guys aren't enough to beat the Bills. Like I said, maybe like I said, Cincinnati, you know, gets get it gets hot. You know, like I said, it's at home. You come come out with that win. Let's say you said they split with the New England Patriots and some get some sort of surprise loss like they got maybe three. So they got what four losses on the year. So they finished what 13 and four. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they they think they have to be the favorite at that point. Right. Um in the AFC, because looking at Kansas City. There's no way they don't lose only two games with the way they've been playing and having no other wide receivers. Like the the Juju Smith Schuster show is over. Like that was an aberration. You know, he's <laughs> yeah. that's one of the slowest forty yard runs after a catch I've ever seen in my entire life. Because <laughs> the Chiefs got the Niners this week. You know, you've got the Chargers later in the year again. Um, you've got the Rams. You've got the Bengals. Um, you've got Seattle, who's been impressive. So. You know, right. they could get a couple of losses here, you know. Um, right. So, yeah, if it is a tiebreaker, you know, now Buffalo would hold the tiebreaker for them for sure, you know. Yeah. So, I think, yeah, the road does go through through uh, through Buffalo. But on the other side, we said we talked about, you know, Buffalo being the best team, you know, even at 5-1. and one, But the Eagles are actually 6-0. and oh. Yeah, they they improved their record being that being the uh, Dallas Cowboys last week. That was another good matchup. You know, I think it was on Sunday Night Football. And that was Eagles won 26-17, you know. You know, the Cooper Rush show was finally going to be over. Dak Prescott should be back this coming week. Um, Cooper Rush held it down for the, down for the Cowboys. You got to say he he didn't do bad. He was going four and one in five games. That's, you know, that's more than I think anyone expected Cooper Rush to even do. But I think honestly, I think that's on par. He's never thrown for more. I don't think he's thrown for more than 200 yards in most of the games that he started. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, between the two of us, like, let's be honest here. Nobody expected Philadelphia to lose this game. Like, I don't know. One thing about Philly fans, I'm glad that you're excited about your team. But why are you guys talking shit? Nobody thought the Cowboys are going to come out here and beat you. They're on their backup quarterback, and the defense is the only reason that they are in games, right? Right. Mind For, you, oh, this, facts, facts. And this is the same defense that had three turnovers against you guys, right? Like, I think the story is more so that you allowed Dallas to hang around as long as you did, as mm-hmm. opposed to closing the door on them. Right, Fred, because we were up 20 to three at the half. You let him get a couple of touchdowns in the second, you know, third and fourth quarter. Right. But, um, you know, yeah, Eagles should have shut it down so much, much sooner than that, of course. But I love how these Cowboys fans are all encouraged. And, you know, now they're getting Dak back. You know, they were talking, it's funny because they were talking before the game was over. Oh, yeah, we're going to win, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they lose, like, well, you know, it was still encouraging to show, like, dude, you lost. 
You had it. You had your back to be calm down. You weren't going to win that game. Yeah. Like I said, these Dallas Cowboys, this is the same Dallas Cowboys fan every single year, but the past 26 years talking about, you know, we're going to the Super Bowl, right? You know, we're going to the Super Bowl, right? Careful. You're talking about LeBron in that group too. <laughs> you know, hey, that's okay. I'll talk to no. directly to LeBron. <laughs> Look, listen here, LeBron. Yeah. And, and the minute the Cowboys get eliminated, you know, we go to the Super Bowl next year, right? You know, we go to the Super Bowl next year, right? Dude, y'all been saying it for 26, 27 damn years. Relax. Children of the 90s. The children of the 90s. I tell you, know you, you watch these guys win so many games through the 90s. And then you just, it's funny when I meet these like bandwagoners, mm-hmm. these bandwagoners that showed up just because they won some games. Any When I meet someone who is a Cowboys, Yankees, and uh, Chicago like, Bulls fan, or, or like, and, a, and a Lakers fan, and a Lakers or, fan. Or Lakers I'm just fan. like, our Lakers fan. I'm just like, what are you talking? Yeah, Yankees, about? Cowboys, just, Lakers. Yeah. And like, like, all right, come on, come on. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it for sure. But um, yeah, I mean, the Eagles look good. Jalen Hurts had another solid game. Um, uh, I do look at the other side with Zeke Elliott. He Zeke to me finally showed up having 81 yards on the ground and a score. He kind of even though he only had 13 carries. So imagine what he would have done with 25 carries. You know, that's you know, I, it's 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 great to see him play. I agree with you. What if he'd had more carries? Um, he's taken the punishment out there, and then he's taken the punishment in the media. And I just feel like if you watch this and you're upset at Zeke, I don't know how well you you trust what you're seeing with your eyes. Like this is a team that needs hard running, that doesn't have the same moving offensive guys, right? Leo Collins is not there anymore. You know what I mean? Zach Martin is not there anymore, right? Like these guys are not doing the, are not uh, uh, coming off the ball like they used to be back when he was a young spry guy. And just like, I commend him for what he's been able to do. And I still don't think he's 30 years old yet. You know what I mean? Like, you know, but Hey, this is, this is, this is the the way it's going to run out. He'll be ran into the ground and on probably like, I don't know. I don't know where he's going to end up as a backup somewhere. So do you, let me ask you this. Do you think the Eagles are the second best team in the NFL behind Buffalo? You know, by record, you just have to give it to them. But mm. with, you know, I, I saw something where the Eagles haven't played a top 15 offense or defense. Well, they just finally played a top 15 defense and they put 26 on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, you know, kudos to them for that. But, you know, that was probably the one real test that they've had. And I, like I said, I don't see another test on the schedule. So if they don't, you know, they don't get past the Packers, you know, maybe something with the Giants. I just don't see, I just don't see who how they lose, right? Yeah, they've got, they got a pretty cake schedule with Pittsburgh, Houston, Washington, Indy, you know, like I said, the Tennessee, and maybe Derrick Henry's yeah, running the ball. Right. The Giants, who are, you know, are five and one as well, too, a surprise year yeah. for them. But they do have the Cowboys again later in the year, I think on Christmas Eve. Would be a uh, different looking team when you've got Dak there and he's exactly. got actually to run the offense the way they exactly. want to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I think the Eagles have a fa- definitely have a favorable schedule to say the least. Yeah. Uh, let's keep it going, Obey. Let's get to our "You Right, You Mad" uh, segment here, where each of us will make bold statements. The other one will tell us tell us if we're correct or just outright crazy. So, I bet I say to you first, you know, "You Right, You Mad." If the Packers don't make the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers will demand a trade this offseason. Sherman, you mad? Now, and I say that because I made the comment earlier, this is the same LaFleur offense that made him a three-time NFL MVP 
back to back to back. Am I am I correct there? Back to back, two back to back, two times. Sorry, back to back, and now he's he's a three time MVP. So you know, two he's gotten two back to back MVPs off of this offense. He know he says he knows this offense very well. He says that this is his offense to run. So why run out the door and then start your career over learning a new offense? The only other option for him was to go run this offense with Nathaniel Hackett out in uh, Denver. Denver. And he, you know, whiffed on that, right? And went back to where he knew for the money. So, you know, I just, I don't see him leaving or forcing a trade unless they can work something out and he can switch places with Russ. Mm. I mean, but it, I'm, you know, I mean, it's hard to say where he will go, but I think he is just over the nonsense. He's over the inconsistencies. He doesn't have the guys that he needs to win football games. Let's just be honest. And he's just not going to deal with it anymore. He has limited time left in his career in the NFL. And he for sure wants to win another championship before he goes out. He doesn't want to be known as one of the best quarterbacks ever, but he only got one because so many times they've been the number one seed in the, in the NFL coming out of the NFC, excuse me. And they don't even win a playoff game, you know, going into playoffs, you know, who's that on? Who is that on? Sorry to cut you off. Like, no, no, who is no. that on? You know, like if, if he feels like they don't have the guys and they had one of the guys there, give up some of your money. Tom Brady would give up his money and they would re-sign Gronk. They would re-sign Julian Edelman. They mm-hmm. would re-sign Danny Amendola. They would re-sign offensive linemen. They would re-sign tight, uh, other players. What, what does well, he not we, understand? We know he's not going to do it. So in other words, see, he wants to go to an organization where they're just going to build around him and make him a winner. And he had that in Denver and he refused to leave. He was going to go there, smoke his ayahuasca, right? And be good. Like, what, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what you know what I mean? So, like, I mean, if he won't yeah. leave for a thing that's set up to you have the offensive coordinator that you will just tell whatever you want to run and will run uh-huh. it as the head coach, why would you leave a situation that's already made you the MVP twice? Facts. I get it. I get it. All right. Well, we'll see what happens there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sherman, I ask you, same, right? You right, you mad. The Jets only beat teams with glaring issues. This streak won't make it past New England or Buffalo. Uh, I'll bet you're right. I mean, they've got Denver coming up this week, which should be a win. Um, but, you know, New England, I'm always – I'm kind of iffy on one, depending if Max Jones is helping out with that ankle. But, you know, they're not the same team what they used to be. But they do look better. Having some time solid was with your boy Bailey Zappi at the helm, which is, which is impressive. Okay. Zappi hour, pour it <laughs> you up, know. Pour it up. But then they played the Patriots in two out of three, in in uh, in, in uh, twice within three weeks, and they got Buffalo in between that. So yeah, that could be three straight losses right there. Yeah. So the the New York Jets could end up being you know at five and five after ten games. So then they're gonna kind of go back to being this eh okay. New York Jets mediocre squad, you know, 500 at uh, least. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, so yeah. Um, I mean, but I got to say the Jets are, we talked about it before, they're playing better than as expected. I think this is something that a Jets fan should be a little bit proud about. Do I think the Jets are going to do anything in the making the playoffs or anything? Like that? No, I don't, I don't think the think, Jets yeah. are making the playoffs. Not making the I don't playoffs. think, you know, let's say, you know, out of 17 games, they may go uh, nine and eight. 10 and 10 and 7 at which best. Is huge. Which is for huge. them is, is a big deal. Oh, I get it. Deal. Yo, yeah. Hey, yo, right. Go, Clap go it up. Jets. 100%. Okay. We'll give you the right. yeah. facts. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, you know, this streak is kind of like I said, once they get to New England, then Buffalo, New England again, they should beat Chicago, who's just doesn't have anyone in that squad for, for Justin Fields right. to throw the ball to. Um, and then yep. you got Minnesota, 
who who was playing who's playing great. Then you got yeah. Buffalo again. Oh my goodness gracious! You I know? see what looks like just straight up four or five losses. Five losses within games, yeah, within know? six games. Yeah, five yeah. losses within six games right there. And then you can probably get a couple couple wins against Detroit and Jacksonville, and then maybe even lose to see probably lose to Seattle, probably lose maybe to Seattle, and maybe uh, beat Dallas, oh, and, Miami. Oh, you know? I think I think they'll catch it from Miami if Miami gets Tua back this week that they are, and they're going to start getting into their game plan and doing the things that they've been doing. I mean, Tua's got the highest yards per average uh, throw right now, crazy for a yeah. guy that they say can't air it out. Yeah. Um, what they might have something cooked up good for the Jets come into the season. Yeah, so they'll be lucky to even get eight, eight even nine, nine wins. Actually, you know, to say what you know now, and well, now I'm looking at their schedule. But yeah, um, yeah, bro, bet yeah, I'll see you right, sure. Uh, let's get into our week seven picks, Obed, to finish out this this week's episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Uh, week six, yeah, could have been better for each of us. I went nine yeah. and six, you went seven and eight. Uh, but starting off with tonight's uh, Thursday night football matchup, New Orleans at <laughs> Arizona. Um, New Orleans. Pretty much damn well half the team is injured. So I'm going to go with Arizona. They got DeAndre Hopkins back, who was coming off the suspension. So he's fully healthy. Zach Ertz is having a, has, having a good year. He's going to um, have to the way they, they haven't had any weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. So I'm going to go with Arizona. I'm going to completely echo that as well. I think they're going to go with Arizona. It's going to be a good game for them to come out, stretch the legs a little bit, show a different, couple different looks. You're going to have uh, Andy Dalton across from you. His number one receiver is going to be Chris Olave because uh, Jarvis Landry is out. Michael Thomas is out. You know, I just don't foresee New Orleans having the firepower to go out there into the, the uh, desert and make the statement. Somebody on the on the panel from ESPN said that they were going to score 30 points. You are outside of your mind. Yeah, I'm going to Arizona. Uh, well, is Jameis Winston starting this game? He is I mean, not starting this game. Not, it is sure? Andy Dalton. Okay. Yeah. I thought, okay. Okay. Is, is Andy Dalton? Okay. I thought Jameis mm-hmm. might have been back for it. Was Andy Dalton? Okay. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to go Arizona then for sure. Yeah. Um, Atlanta at Cincinnati. Got to go Bengals here. Um, yeah. Atlanta has shown some a little bit. You know, like I said, especially that game against uh, Tampa Bay a couple weeks back. Right. They showed a little bit. They showed up a little bit. And this yeah. game against San Francisco that we both thought San Francisco was going to take last week, but it looks like Atlanta got them. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, they've been better than what we thought they have been. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I'm still gonna go Bengals either way. I'm still gonna go Bengals. I mean, I think they finally decided to turn it on. I mean, I guess it it's uh it takes Joe Burrow not dressing up in none of his crazy suits and just throwing on his Jamar Chase LSU jersey for him mm. to come out and play right. Facts, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Detroit at Dallas, kind of a get right game for Dallas to kind of bounce back from that loss against the Philadelphia Eagles. So I'm, I'm gonna yeah. go Cowboys. Detroit that leads the league in giving up points to almost every position. Uh we're gonna go Dallas. Yep. Indianapolis at Tennessee AFC South matchup here. You know what's funny? This could actually, I feel like this game could go either way. You know, Matt Ryan actually showed out last week. Yeah. Um, but I'm just, I'm gonna go Titans. I would not be surprised if the Colts kind of got a, got an upset here. I'll say that. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree. I just Tennessee off the bye, two weeks to prepare. The Colts coming right. out of a high emotional game. When is the next time we're going to watch Matt Ryan throw 58 passes? Like that's because Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines are not there. Right. And then Deion mm-hmm. Jackson went down. So, we, you know, you slide uh, the two running backs back in. That is a run first team. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Ryan lucky to throw 35 passes at that point. So I'm right. Right. Yep. Green Bay at Washington. The Packers better win this one. That's you all know I what? Say. I mean, no, son, 
they damn well better win this one. That's all I'm saying. So I'll be I'll be happy, right? Yeah, I'll be happy to see the reemergence of Terry McLaurin, who kind of disappeared in the limelight there with uh, with uh, Carson Wentz out there because Carson loved Jahan Dotson and Curtis Samuel more. Um, but you know, Green Bay, this is a get right game. You got to come out here and get this W because you should have had two back to back coming off of losing. You should have been angry when you lost in uh, in London, and you should have came back and got them wins. Uh, yeah. So let's go Packers. Um, Tampa Bay at Carolina. We talked about Camp Carolina a little bit before. You know, they're going with their third string QB, PJ Walker. Um, Tampa losing at home against or losing at, losing at Pittsburgh. Ready just sh- quickly. What are you, your, your thoughts on Brady chewing out the old line on the side? As a longtime Patriots fan, when, when has Tom Brady not gone and shoot out players who weren't playing to their potential? Like mm. people are like, oh my God, Tom Brady's chewing people out. Y'all are just making it up for the yeah, cameras. but also Tom it Brady's also looks for years. Yeah, but it also looks bad because Tom Brady wasn't there, you know, during walkthroughs and things like that because he was out partying with uh, Bobby Kraft and his boys at the wedding on Friday night. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't. I at the end of the day, he it's if this was Michael Jordan doing this, nobody would say anything. It was Kobe, nobody would say anything. We're yeah. this is what happens when you deal with a ghost. No, like, I, I'm saying know? is he yeah. has he has earned the the right yeah. to go out and do his thing because he's a seven yeah. time Super Bowl champion. Don't get me wrong. Right. I'm saying what the guys may be thinking. That's all. Yo, my man's, you wasn't here. You missed time because you wanted to go do do the two step, uh, uh, you know, at at a wedding real quick, you know, and drink, uh, uh, have some avocado ice cream. Right. My man was out there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I'm saying. Like I said, I'm not saying he has to earn the right to skip out on stuff because he has because he's Tom Brady. Like you said, if it was Michael Jordan, yeah, Michael Jordan would earn that right. If it was LeBron James, something like that, I 100% get it. If it was like yeah. saying soccer, if it was Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah, right. you know, you know what I'm saying. So I yeah. get, I get that. Yeah. But with the, but the, the players themselves, like yo, my man's, you want to, you want to agreement, you got to be here with us too every single time, every single day. You know, That's I just. Day. For me, it's if even though he's not there, he still comes back and plays at a high level. level. Like you no, said, he plays it, and, and it's like, okay, if I can go and do that stuff and come play at a high level, why can't you guys who went to everything not play at a high level? Facts. Right? Like they you were blitzing. They, they brought a four-man blitz. That's not a blitz when there's always five guys on the offensive line and you're not picking it up. And I'm getting pressure into my face. Like, mm-hmm. it don't make mm-hmm. no sense. Yes, fine. Yep. If you want to talk about he's not here, but you guys are here and you're playing like like, yeah, yeah. You know, when I come out here, we win Super Bowls. So, what is y'all's excuse? Facts, facts. Um, let's, uh, yeah. So, I'm gonna go Bucks, Bucks in this game. I think you Bucks are too, right? One to 100. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the New York Football Giants at the Jacksonville Jaguars. This might be a closer game than people think because Jacksonville's been playing better. But I think yeah. I still think Giants win. I would say they win this one 24 to 14. You know, right? Like, I was like a yeah. blowout. No, I was thinking I was thinking like 27 to 13, 27 to 10, something like that, just because I think they're coming along. Wandale Robinson is going to be out there. Excuse me, Wandale Robinson, mm-hmm. who's going to be playing with Daniil Jones with his <laughs> Caesar cut waves fresh, got his rocks in his ears. My man is he's hood. He's New York hood out here. I, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if we see him at uh, at pregame and he's out there throwing in Tim boots. Let's go Giants. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, Cleveland at Baltimore, uh, AFC North matchup. Baltimore needs to get this victory for sure. Uh, so I'm going to go Ravens. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because uh, people have not been practicing. Uh, Lamar Jackson did not practice today. Mark Andrews did not practice today. I, I think that that is an extra rest day for them because I think they're foretelling that, like, we're just going to hit them with a lot of Lamar and a lot of Mark Andrews, and it's probably going to be Baltimore with the win. Yep. Uh, the New York Jets at the Denver Broncos. We kind of touched on this a little bit before. The J- I'm going to go with the Jets, the Broncos. Dem- uh, Russell Wilson looks awful. 
just just awful. And I thought he would be better in that Monday night matchup. The tail with two halves. He looked really good the first the first half. half. Yes, first half. Yes, and 100%. then he, then he tore his hamstring, and then he tried to play through a torn hamstring. And now he's probably not going to start this game. And they have been splitting reps between him and uh, 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 what is that kid's name? Uh, Rippin? Um, Mike, Bre- uh, Brett Rippin. Brett Rippin, the kid that I wanted them to go get at the Jets or at the Patriots because the kid can sling the rock. And I think it's going to give him a chance. But I just don't think they're going to have enough uh, for the Jets. The Jets just came out and had a really solid game plan against a team that couldn't run the ball. Denver's another team that doesn't seem to be able to run the ball. I'm sure they'll have a great game plan for them. I mean, this is the Denver Broncos team, I think, who is, who ha- is the last in the points per game with 15.2 points per game this season. You know what I mean? Didn't I so, tell you they can't score 24 points? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Facts, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Jets here in this one. Um, yeah. Houston at Las Vegas. The Raiders damn well better win this one. If they lose to yeah. Houston, good Lord. I mean, I honestly got to say this. I don't think there's a more uh, disappointing team in in Las Vegas right now. I think we, I talked, I talked, excuse me, I touched on the Raiders last week and yeah. uh, Josh McDaniels. Um, but man, I thought, I, like I said, I thought Derek Carr was going to have an MVP year and win it. But man, I'm so disappointed in the Raiders, but I'm still going to go Raiders in this matchup. I'm going to go Raiders in the match. They shot themselves in the foot. Take the points. Put your picks away and take the points. You tie the game. You then kick off to Kansas City. You stop them. You get the ball back with a tie game. All you have to do is go and score a field goal and then stop them again. As opposed to you don't convert, you give them the ball back, you give up a play to them, and they go down and win because you didn't score enough points. You didn't even tie the game. You know, just stupid. Just the sequence was just dumb, right? Like, you're not fooling anybody. This time, I think they're going to get it right, and they're going to come out against a terrible Houston team, and they're going to get the W. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, next matchup, Seattle at the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going to go Seattle. Chargers have got some injuries. Um, they've been such a disappointment, especially on the defensive I, side of the ball. I mean, all that money that they paid to J.C. Jackson, they got Hall of Famers at each level of the, of the Khalil defense. Mack. I mean, Khalil Bosa, Mack, Derwin James. Derwin James, yeah, but Bosa is hurt. Okay, but yeah. still, even before that. You That's know, what you brought Mack in for. Just funnel that stuff to Mack. You still get, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to go Seattle. Yeah, I got to agree with you on that one. I'm going to Seattle. There's something about watching Los Angeles play against Denver. Nobody wanted to win that game, and that was heartbreaking for me. So, you know, let's go with Seattle. Kansas City at San Francisco. San Fran, they pretty much damn near half the team is on the IR right now. So I have to go, I have to go Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going to go Chiefs. I, I I didn't notice that they had that many injuries, and that's what was a foretelling for the way that that game turned out. I may have to move away from them for their defense and fantasy, but I, I'm going to go Chiefs. Yep. Uh, Pittsburgh at Miami. Um, I know Tua was cleared last week, but he did not play. They held him out, which I think is a good thing. They to have, have to, pre- yeah. For precautionary measures. Yeah. Um, I think if he does come back, Miami should definitely get this W. Yeah, I think this is going to work. The P- Pittsburgh got lucky that they gave them a night game. I would have loved to see Pittsburgh from a cold weather area on the sidelines with a 40-degree weather difference with the sun beating on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be a Miami Knights night. They're going to make it happen. Yep, for sure. And then the Monday night game, mm-hmm. I think, honestly, I know you're a, Pat, a Pats fan, but I think this is kind of a snoozer of a game. The Chicago Bears at Patriots. Uh, Whose fault is that? That's Chicago's fault. They're not going to. They don't have no offense. <laughs> of course, it's going to be a snoozer. Chicago oh yeah, I mean the Patriots. I should easily win this one for sure. Even with yeah. if it's if it's Bailey Zappi out there. Right. So yeah, yeah. I'll go Patriots. Right. Yeah, they think they're talking about it being a uh, 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 Mac Jones coming back after three weeks off from that high ankle sprain, uh, and this should be the win that moves Belichick into second place above George Hallis for most wins as a head coach in the NFL. So going to be a nice little banner game. 
Nice, very nice, very nice. Yeah. Uh, well, folks, I think that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. Appreciate you joining in once again. Um, Obed, any last words for the people before we roll out of here? I know I'm excited for Halloween's almost here, man. Uh, this is that time of year, you know, the fall, the leaves are changing, things like that. I'm excited for Halloween. I'm, I'm a big Halloween guy, I like mm -hmm. watch all the scary movies and stuff like that. So, right. that's something that's interesting for me. Anything from you? Um, yeah, I just one of my favorite uh, uh, ad libs from um, the mixtapes I used to listen to when I'm young, when I was younger is holiday season. It's about <laughs> to be all of the best holidays coming up. So you know, yes, remember sir. to think about you and yours. Start putting in your PTO requests now. You don't want to be Ooh. caught with your hands around your ankles uh, when you oh, need to be off or something. You know what I mean? So <laughs> you know, shout out to you and yours. Make sure you make time for them and remember what matters most is when winter comes up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, Obed. Once again, folks, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at D-W-W-E-N-T. For my co-host, Obed, I am sure we will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.